Be a hot girl with a hustle. Hot girl hustle. Hey, hot girls, we're back. What's up? And you fuck up. After you I just said, scream up? at me. Because you were breathing hard, so I was going to tell you, don't breathe like that. Like, <laughs> hey, hot girls. Bro, I can't breathe out of my nose. So breathe out your mouth. What, what was <laughs> Hey, hot girls, we're back. Hey, guys. So we know that we didn't post an episode last week, but we have a great explanation for that. So I hope you guys can forgive us. But basically, LA and I went to a business conference in Atlanta. We drove like 10 hours back and forth um, from Miami. And yeah, so basically we got really sick. And then we only had three days to kind of recover before we went on a trip to Costa Rica. So now we're back. Um, I'm recovered. LA's almost done recovering from her sickness. Yeah, if you hear me sniffling in the phone or the recording that's why i probably have like this weird voice right now but we miss you guys and we're sorry we didn't record but that just means this episode is gonna be two times better because we have way more to talk about since it's been about two weeks since we've updated you guys um but yeah we're back and we're excited because we have a lot to say so as mar said we were in atlanta for a business conference and then we went to Costa Rica. So basically for this week, um, my lesson is gonna be something that I learned at this conference. Um, and basically what I really learned and what I really took home with me after this conference was basically to know that in order for you to succeed and to get where you want in life, you need to surround yourself with people that have what you want. So I know a lot of us get intimidated by hanging out with people who have more money than us, maybe smarter than us, have more valuable things than we do, but you have to break out of that mindset because if you just keep surrounding yourself with people that are on the same level as you, how do you expect to succeed? Like, how do you expect to level up unless you're that person that's going to bring everyone to level up, but you need to know, you need to have guidance as well. So really... What I took home from this conference and what really is just instilled in my mind is that surrounding yourself with people that have what you want is what's going to give you the motivation and the drive to go and go after what you want because you guys want the same things, you know, being rich and creating a good life for yourself. If you see people having that, you're going to want to work so much harder for it because you know it's attainable versus just hanging around people that aren't going anywhere, aren't doing anything. There's no way for you to level up. For me, being around people that made six and seven figures, that make that monthly, um, that drive the kind of car that I want, that can go on vacation anywhere, anytime, that really hit me hard and kind of just gave me even more motivation and dedication to just keep on doing what I'm doing and I know that I'm on the right path and yeah it's hard as fuck but it's eventually gonna get me to where I'm going so that's my lesson just surround yourself with people that have what you want and if you don't know anyone 
that has what you want, then you really, really need to get like a different network and just put yourself out there more because there's more than what you're just seeing now. And there's a lot of other people out there that can help you get what you want. So I definitely agree with what Ellie's saying. Um, And basically what she's trying to say is like find a mentor. Um, It's very important. So like she just mentioned, if you don't know anyone in your life that has what you want, definitely do some searching because there's a lot of people out there that have what you want and and you wouldn't know unless you get to know them exactly there's we're in 2020 you don't have to dress the part to be a millionaire anymore like you can run into somebody that's wearing sweatpants and they could literally like have so much money that you wouldn't even know about it so basically just don't have an ego and be willing to learn from people who have what you want and follow their advice because then you're walking in footsteps that they've already made for you So it's like you walking in the snow, it's going to be easier for you to walk behind someone rather than you leading the way. So you're walking in their footsteps. Um, But my lesson from going to Atlanta was, you know, it wasn't my first convention, but it definitely was one that stood out to me. So, I mean, this specific business conference, I learned a lot about having a game plan. So, you know, just have a vision, have a plan and carry that plan out. And literally, all I really have to say is, like, your success, your vision, everything you want, if you believe in it and you have that desire, then it's already done. The only way that you can't achieve it is if you quit. That's literally the only way people fail is when they quit. And to be honest, like, someone told me today, someone that, here's another thing that Lauren just said, like, someone that has what I want and makes the amount of money that I want to be making right now, told me to get the word try or trying out of my vocab out of my vocabulary because literally he said the people who made up the word trying are losers because you literally can't try you can only do you either do it or you don't there is no in between that's basically my lesson from atlanta but other than that we had a great time i think we came back with a lot of information we had to kind of reorganize our thoughts our game plan we got a lot of advice from people that have what we want and we're basically ready to roll. We know exactly what we need to do and we're having fun with it. Yeah, so, and the trip was fun. We So the drive was new to us. Mm-hmm. We had never driven that long. So all in all, the trip was really fun. Um, we made connections with new people. We met new people. And, you know, the drive was a little rough, but we made it through because we knew in our heads, like, it was gonna happen so we literally just made it happen um we we didn't know how we were gonna get there but then we were just like f it we're gonna do it we figured it out we took lauren's car we got there made it happen yeah so we definitely i don't regret going even though we both got sick you were kind of sick during the trip and then it hit me after the trip i got her sick yeah so that's what happens when you're around someone 24 7 yeah um but Anyways, we came back. We had three days to pack and get ready for Costa Rica, all while trying. Not even just packing. We came back. The next day, we had an event. And oh. the day after, we had an event. Yeah. I mean, the day after. We were supposed to record. No, we we had three events. The first event was someone else's. The second event was our uplines event. And the third event was our own event. So, yeah. literally, we didn't pack. So, our flight was at 8 a.m. And we left our apartment at 
like 6 a.m., 5.30 a.m. I packed at 4 a.m. Yeah, I packed at like 4 a.m., guys. I didn't sleep. Yeah. So, so we had no time, all while being super sick. Yeah. And to be honest, like me and Mars both felt the same way that we kind of didn't, we weren't actually looking forward to this trip, even though it had been planned out. We were kind of like coming back from the conference. We kind of felt like shit because we thought we didn't deserve to go on a trip. And now coming back, like we had an amazing time. And so getting there, we weren't really looking forward to it. But it just shows that you kind of have to just stay positive because we really did have a fun time. But we really just had no time after Atlanta to just freaking do anything, basically. It was honestly like the first trip that I didn't plan for. Um, I usually, like, if you guys know me, like, I love fashion. I love dressing up. So I have, like, this habit of ordering new things before I go to new places. And I was just so busy that it was the first time that I didn't order clothes. But, I mean, I have some in my it closet, so I made it work. Content still fire. So we have a lot of crazy stories to talk about. I'm actually yeah. sitting here staring at my knees. You'll find out what happened to me. <laughs> so with that being said, we want to talk about you know our Costa Rica trip the experience we had traveling with a group of friends your best friends and kind of like taking time to go on vacation and what it can actually do for you like mentally physically spiritually just seeing new places yeah so we're just going to kind of take you guys through the whole trip first of all I want to start off with what my attention was for okay. the trip so like like Lauren said I didn't feel like I deserved to go on the trip because I was such, I was in, so, I was in grind mode. So I was like, damn it, I need to be putting in work, I need to do this, I need to do that. So I didn't feel like I deserved it because I wasn't at the level that I needed to be or I wanted to be yet. So I told Lauren before we went, I literally like took her hand and I was like, listen, I'm like, from this trip, my intentions from this trip is for both of us to relax, um, find some guidance, find some light, and just basically experience traveling together and seeing like, you know, other parts of the world, and knowing from this trip that this is not going to be the last time that we travel together, the last time that we see, you know, more parts, parts of, you know, the earth, and yeah, just come this back. This was our first trip out of country together. Yeah. And before that, Atlanta was our only time traveling together. Yeah, In, exactly. like, a different state. So, basically, my intentions were, like, I want to come back feeling, like, kind of light, like, just secure in knowing that everything is going to work out the way it's supposed to be. And like Lauren said, it was going to be a break from the madness. Not really the madness, but like we were putting in so much work. I think we kind of really needed that break. So we did actually like... And of course, you know, we had fun too. So Thursday was a chill day. Friday, we went ziplining. Yeah, it was really fun. It was my second time doing ziplining. Your third or... Third or fourth. I don't third remember. or fourth. Um, but this one was different. Yeah, that one Because was really I never fun. went, um, what's it called? Repelling. Yeah. So there was like repelling and swinging from fucking tree to tree. Oh my god. Like I was going shit myself. <laughs> and they didn't tell you yeah, that they you were going to do that. Yeah, they did. You, you were literally like, guys, okay. So we're ziplining. There's five of us. So it's Gabby and her boyfriend, Lauren, Isha, me and Lauren. And, you know, I've been ziplining a couple times. So I went upside down a couple times. One of the times I made Lauren go upside down. It was a really last minute thing. Refer to my Instagram. Yep. She already posted her video. Um, (laughs) But I literally was like, go upside down. And she was already hooked up to the cable. So it was like, the guy was like, oh, okay. And he like literally flipped her upside down and pushed her off like the cable. (laughs) So she was like 
screaming the whole way there yeah it was fun and we had this little boy that would not stop fucking crying the whole time mind you his he was probably like what six years old Mm -hmm. you would never catch me at that age doing this shit because those zip lines were long and it was tall and no they were doing some extreme shit because guys like i like i said i've been ziplining a couple times and this one had um what is it called a swing so we were basically on a tree on the tree, there was a platform. Keep in mind, the tree is, like, high as fuck. And it's wobbling. Yes. And then they have a rope, and they, like, make you grab the rope, and you swing from one tree <laughs> to another tree's platform. So you're literally, like, if you let go, like, you can fucking die. Yeah. So There like, was no support It's, like, on somebody that pushed you off, you swung, like, a Tarzan, like a monkey. Yeah. Literally, it was, like, swinging like a monkey, and then somebody caught you on the next platform. Yeah. I was the last one to go on, and I was really scared because, like, I can zip line, but only because it's very secure. Yeah. But doing stuff like bungee jumping or even jumping off anything, like, it scares the crap out of me. When like, I first saw like, it, I was like, oh, the shit. gravity. They didn't tell us about this, but then yeah. I did it, and I was like, oh, it was fun. I literally was thinking in my head, I'm like, every time I come to, like, a <laughs> physical, like, hardship i compare it to like success like even when we're at the gym and like i want to let's say we're doing like those uh squats on the wall where you have to hold the weight Mm -hmm. for like a minute if i want to give up like i literally have to tell myself like yo this is you about to have that breakthrough of success like do not fucking give up like so when that happened and i was like about to swing off i was really scared bro but in my head i'm like just do it and when if you if you just take i literally saw it as like me taking the leap of faith and instead of comparing it to, like, I'm ziplining, I was comparing it to, like, life. So yeah. I was like, I'm taking this leap of faith, and I'm going to make it. So I took the leap of faith, I jumped, and I made it. And I was like, all right, great, I'm going to succeed in life. Yeah. <laughs> so. Even though we had no fucking choice. Like, yeah, they nobody just left even us told us. There. They basically tricked us. Yeah, and there was these young-ass kids with us, and I don't know how they did it, but the one boy wouldn't shut up, and the sister was fine. She was a boss. Basically, ziplining was super fun. 10 out of 10. We met a really cool guy. He was a photographer. He's from Costa Rica. Carlos. Um, Carlos. Shout out to my dog, Carlos. Um, And yeah, basically that night, I got his phone number. I like hanging out with locals. Like, I think, like, if you go to a different country, definitely... You get a whole different experience. Like, a lot of people, like, especially your parents, they tell you not to do that stuff. But it's like, if you find someone and you know the vibe's right, and you're with a group of people so you know you're safe, it's like, why not? And they so fast. And, I'm sorry. (laughs) And they, um, work somewhere that you went. So it's like, why wouldn't... Why would they be dangerous? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah, so now we have a plug for when we go back to Costa Rica. Yeah. We have a place to stay. We went out to dinner with him that night, dinner and drinks, uh, yeah. all five of us, him and his friend, and we mingled and stuff. It was a great time. Yeah, so Saturday we went, was that Planet Dolphin? Yeah, so this is the crazy day, guys. So Saturday we were doing a whale and dolphin watching tour. Didn't see any fucking whales or dolphins, but... Even if there was, we were too drunk to even see Yeah, them. so basically... If any of you guys have been on, like, excursions before, you know that, like, they get you on a boat and they start giving you alcohol. And this alcohol tasted like water to us. So... It was like juice and rum. But it tasted like there was no alcohol in it whatsoever. So, um, we basically asked for extra rum, light ice, and had a few cups of that and it was a done deal from there. 
No. So basically what happened was we all had two cups of some light ass fucking rum and juice. And then I was like, we need to get drunk. But I didn't mean to get everyone that drunk. And basically I was like, oh, extra rum. And then Gabby's boyfriend was like, four, four X the shots of rum in there <laughs> and light ice. So then like they came back. We had one drink. It was strong as fuck. We chugged it like some champs. At the time, all of us had our like feet hanging off the edge of the boat. So we were like really like trying it. And then by the time the second cup came out and we were chugging, that's when like the kind of transition happened because we were sitting on the edge of the boat just like laughing and screaming and guys i want to know if anyone has that moment where like you don't remember when you went from sober to fucked up because we're trying to pinpoint when it all turned bad and we're trying that when i first got drunk we were sitting down and then i stood up and that's when i got drunk drunk. no but remember we were making those whale noises we were sitting down still so we got i think that's yeah, but I'm saying, like, there was not an exact moment yeah, no, where I was, wasn't. like, oh, shit. fuck. No, it was you just, just like started a, having fun. You just started laughing. It was just, like, a slow transition, but I know everyone goes through that when they start drinking. So, basically, we were all sitting down, and there was, like, this photographer that was there taking pictures of us. And it was funny because, like, you feel like you're being, like, paparazzi, paparazzi for real. <laughs> and then at one point, like, everyone was, like, where the hell are the whales and dolphins? And then I was like, we got to make whale noises like Dory. And then all four of us started, like, making, like, ooh. And then at that point, I think everyone on the boat was like, oh, God, what the hell is about to happen? Yeah, so, and this is, like, a family activity boat, guys. We were the only kind of young. We were the only people in our 20s, basically. Yeah, so went downhill from there. Basically, Gabby's boyfriend, shout out to him. He was basically the dad of the group because we were, like, all fucking children running around the whole entire boat i was determined to go snorkeling so he was making us sit down and the boat tell them details so the boat stopped and it was time to snorkel oh yeah lornisha dipped yeah and nate was like basically trying to force me you and gabby to stay your ass somehow got away (laughs) she was like no i want to go snorkeling (laughs) and then i ran away and i was fighting the guy that put a life jacket on me but i'm glad he made it like Um, i told him i didn't need one i don't know to the slippers but yeah well lornisha went in the water already so Mm -hmm. i was trying to find her and this is a blur guys after this i don't remember what happened in the water i got scared i was like we gotta go and then like i don't know i don't remember like how me and gabby got in the water i just know that nate like had his eyes off of us for a couple seconds and i'm like let's go yeah and i like pulled her and then we got in the water and there was this big ass slide on the boat so i wanted to go on it so bad so while they were in the water i went on it twice for you yeah when you guys were in the water i went on it twice by myself and then we were literally screaming your name (laughs) looking for you bro i was gone because when we were on the boat we saw you with low yeah. in the water so when we got in the water we didn't see you anymore and i was so drunk this is how you know you're drunk me and gabby were in the water <laughs> i was just having so much fun and then i was like okay on three we're gonna look down we looked down and there was no fish at all <laughs> and then i was looking around and like this is how you know because i saw people but when i would try to focus on someone's <laughs> face i couldn't like i was trying to focus so hard to see yeah. if it was you or not yeah and i couldn't focus i don't remember when i found you guys in the water like i don't remember where i was like oh that's them <laughs> i remember the moment <laughs> when you found us you're like hey <laughs> and we're like oh my god <laughs> i just remember your arms in the air 
and you're yeah, behind the Australian lady. But I don't remember like how I found you because it was far me neither, away. Me neither. You were far. It was on the other side of the boat. That's crazy. I'm so glad you didn't get lost at sea. Gee shit. But I didn't see. I saw like two fish. That was it. I was I too like I was too lit. I was enjoying that water. What happened after that? We got back on the boat. Lauren went on the slide again. <laughs> I was drunk as fuck. Lauren, guys, Lauren took so many videos of me <laughs> in the worst type of, like, mind space ever. If, if we, if I post, Guys, I wouldn't even if post you want us to post no. these videos of us on no, this no. boat, you have to no. post on your story that you subscribed and you rated and no. share it with your friends and get your friends to subscribe and rate the podcast and we will post these videos everywhere so that basically just says no we're not posting no we will post them Hell no, bro. bro come on. yes bro That's just embarrassing. we're gonna do it no. so post send a screenshot blah 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 do something that shows that you're subscribed and post on your story and we will post these videos of us we finally got on the boat then the we food- ate yes yeah. mars fucking knocked this lady's plate out her hand <laughs> and then I looked away I was like fuck bro, but this she was... didn't notice that I did it bro this was like me at the club with the one girl but you oh, were in yeah. a totally different situation so that happened drunk as fuck yeah it was really bad you guys it was really bad we ate fish but we could have <laughs> sworn it was fucking chicken <laughs> No, it was chicken. And the only reason I know this is because we saw videos that Lorenisha took of us. And in them, I swear to God, it tastes like chicken. Like, even the texture. It did. Even the texture. It was so juicy. How yeah. was that fish? I don't know, but that was some good-ass fish. That was not fucking But basically, fish, the video, bro. like, Lauren's in the background. She's like, are you dumb? It's chicken. <laughs> and then, like, Lorenisha asked, like, one of, like, the workers or whatever. And he was like, yeah, it's fish. And, and I still was like, no, it's yeah. chicken. We got banned from having any more alcohol on that boat. Yeah, bro. The workers told us we weren't allowed. They were like, no, you're not allowed. Your group is banned. And Lornisha in the videos, bro, she's cussing out other people, other families, because they were recording us. Oh, shit. She's like, you better stop recording my friend before I beat your ass. So that's how you know we were really embarrassing ourselves. We were really embarrassing, but, like, we were having so much fucking so fun. So much fun. Like, <sighs> until this happened. Yeah, so... We finished the boat ride, watched the sunset, took some more embarrassing ass videos. Oh my god, when the sunset happened, I was deep in my feelings, drunk yes. as fuck. <laughs> if you follow me on Instagram, you already know what my story was about. Yeah, so we were I was like, guys, being sentimental. We're so lucky <laughs> to be here. Not everyone can yeah. I love you. <laughs> Literally. So we got off the boat, drunk as fuck, don't know how we got home. We got in a van. The whole time in the van, Gabby was crying because <laughs> her boyfriend lost his wallet. Yeah. He's like, you lost it. <laughs> Why? The whole time, it was probably like a 30-minute ride. Yeah. I was blackout in the back of the van. I was FaceTiming someone that I shouldn't have been FaceTiming. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't remember anything. Yeah. And then Lauren, she was talking to a stranger as always. So then we get back to the hotel or the Airbnb. I don't remember what happened. We went, you went skinny dipping in the pool. Yeah. She fucking took off her bathing suit and jumped in the pool. And I jumped in the pool. And that's how you knew I was drunk because I <laughs> yes. never jump in pools. You never jump I'd be scared of like the temperature. Yeah. I we said, both, fuck it. We both ran. I remember I tried to get in the shower and it was too hot on my sunburn. Yeah. 
And then we both ran down the stairs. You were on FaceTime. You hung up the FaceTime. And jumped. And then just jumped. I don't even remember if you had your phone. I didn't care at all. We just both jumped in that shit. Oh, that's one more thing. On the boat, if it wasn't for Lauren, I probably would have lost everything. Like, my purse, my phone, my shorts. Because I wasn't holding anything. I was just, like, all over the place, guys. There's, like, this one guy that kept slapping my ass. (laughs) And I didn't notice because I was so drunk. And then Laurenisha was like... Oh my god, stop slapping my friend's ass. For some reason, I have like these moments where like I'm in and out of soberness. Mm-hmm. So when we were about to leave, I was like sober mode, like mm-hmm. get the bag, get the I phone, didn't even get know the we clothes. Were I just like was falling. And then right after I grabbed, I was like, woo, back to like <laughs> being like stupid. So after we had our little pool experience, we decided we were super hungry, but no one would let us fucking leave, so we knew we had to sneak out of this Airbnb to get some and fucking at first, food, guys. Lauren, you should knew we were really drunk, because first of all, Lauren was naked in the pool. <laughs> um, Nate, Gabby's boyfriend, he was upstairs, and he started yelling from the balcony. He was like, don't you fucking dare to come upstairs. <laughs> Gabby's crying. <laughs> he was like, she's literally trying to break up with me because I lost my wallet. Yep. And we were like laughing. He's like, don't come up you troublemakers yes so then Laurenisha, she went upstairs by herself and she locked me and lauren out of the airbnb so we couldn't get in we couldn't get in so then what i did is i went to the edge of like the pool no edge of the balcony and i was screaming upwards and i was like listen <laughs> and it took her like five minutes to finally open the door then when she did she went back upstairs and me and lauren were like bitch we're gonna go get some food and yeah. this is where you can tell a story so snuck out of the airbnb there was like this key remember how to open the lock so fast because the lights were gonna turn off so basically the way the key works is like there's a slot right next to the door so you have to put the key in the door for the lights of the whole entire airbnb to be on yeah so to sneak out we had to take it out the door (laughs) unlock the door with the key really fast and then put it back in so that they wouldn't notice the the power went out go off yeah yeah and i didn't have any cell service so i didn't take my phone mars took her phone but so we left the airbnb we were running and on the air at the airbnb there was a the driveway was like a hill so on the way um out of the door we had to walk up the hill and then to get to the street you had to walk down so as we're walking up the hill we hear this fucking animal animal ass like cat jaguar tiger fucking (laughs) noise it was like this It was like, yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, bro. <laughs> yeah. We both heard so it. So we both heard this at the exact same, same time. time. And Mars was a little bit in front of me. So she, we both started running. <laughs> and as Still we're running, drunk, bro. Drunk, <laughs> drunk, drunk. So as we're running, Mars tri- <laughs> trips somehow. I wish I could see myself because I know you probably see me falling. I'm seeing you falling see in you. my head. I just saw black. <laughs> Bro. I didn't even look at the floor. Like Bro. when I fell, I think my eyes were either closed the whole time or I was looking at the sky when I fell. Cause I was so drunk and I couldn't like, you Bro. know, like usually when you fall, you look at the ground and try to catch yourself. I literally let my whole body weight go. You didn't put your arms out at all. Bro. <laughs> all I saw was an orange dress and your poopy hair. It's not that funny. No way. <laughs> Okay, guys, she's I dying here. Like, All right, okay. whatever. So she's running in front of me a little bit, and I just see her skid on this fucking hard ass 
pavement pebble shit i just see her go down and i'm like oh fuck so in my head guys i it sounded like an animal but i thought it was a person intimidating animal to try to rob us so i'm like fuck there's imitating imitating an animal trying to rob us yeah so i'm like oh my god we're gonna get robbed i need to get her off the ground so I didn't even see your face. Like I didn't even I didn't look see at your you. Face. I was just I like I saw I saw like two figures though. Yeah, so then as soon as I ran over to her, she's still on the ground. <laughs> and I'm like I don't think I processed it. Oh, no, you did it. So I was like, okay, maybe she's okay because like she didn't start crying right away. So I like look at her and I didn't see any cuts on you at all till like you stood up. Yeah. But as soon as I ran over to her, there was this man and this woman that came up to us. And I was like, Mars, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. So yes. I just grab her. And these people are trying to help us. We didn't acknowledge them at all. Yeah, we didn't know who they were. So literally, I just grabbed her. And you just see two drunk-ass <laughs> little girls running down the hill. down this hill. Like, fast We didn't acknowledge them at all, guys. And keep in mind, it was pitch black outside. Mm-hmm. They had no street lights in Costa Rica, bruh. Yeah. So... We don't know what they said to us, but basically we got to the bottom of the hill, and then I saw her wounds, and I was like, oh, shit, this is not good. So, bro. So, basically, both of my knees were bleeding, like, bleeding, guys, like, dripping blood from my knees to my ankles, and and I was like, oh, my God, Lauren, what are we going to do? And Lauren's like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And she, like, tried to be, like, a nice person and, like, wipe my leg, and then all of a sudden you just see (laughs) Literally, I just remember her holding her palm out and, and looking at her fucking bloody ass hand and being like, oh my god. And then I was freaking out because I saw like blood on her hand and it was my blood. Yeah, it got all over. Yeah. And so you would think and my the, phone broke. You would think the smart thing to do. So yeah, guys, her knees are scraped up, her elbow was scraped up, two nails are broken, her purse broke, her phone broke, and her dress ripped. Okay. <laughs> god damn it. Bro, that's why I'm saying it was so funny seeing you fall because I saw your purse go to the right and slam on the ground and your hair was so poofy from after the pool that it just was fucked up. You know that when I'm drunk, I like my whole body weight is so heavy. Yeah. Because <laughs> even in those videos, I smacked into the bottom of the boat. I smacked into Gabby. Like, I'm like, like a fucking big ass whale. <laughs> Bro. But I'm gonna be honest, when I fell, like, it's like that moment when you know that it's already too late to save yourself, so you just let Let go. it go, yeah. So, like, I tripped, and I was like, ah! There was, like, <laughs> a big possibility that your face was gonna get really fucked up. Like, you're oh, lucky I, that didn't yeah, happen. Because I could fall. You like, face planted. Like, yeah. you literally, I think you must have tripped on the, like, top of your flip-flops. Yeah. That <laughs> must have been what it was. Because there That's was no other way. Yes. My flip-flops always bend <laughs> at the toes that I sp- I broke it on my flip-flops. She took off so fast after hearing that <laughs> noise. Yo, it was fight or flight. You didn't even try to come get me, bro. You just... <laughs> no, I thought she was running with me. And when I fell, I thought she fell too. So, so when I was the only one who fell, I was like, fuck. Damn it. Bro. But no, after I saw her wounds, you would think like, because we were at the bottom of the driveway, like, okay, let's go back to the Airbnb. I was like, nah. fuck that. We still need food, bro. So let's just go. No, bitch. So we walked down the street to this market. This poor guy at this market, bro. The poor. We walk in cashier. and we're like a bloody mess. Bruh. And we're like, alcohol! Yeah. 
<laughs> so we're like going up and down the aisles. Yeah, looking for rub- no. First, I was trying to find food because I was like, I'm Fuck gonna you. fix you once we get to the Airbnb. Let's just get snacks and then go back to the Airbnb and clean you up. But then you were like, oh, let's get rubbing alcohol. Blah blah blah. So the guy at the market sees us in distress, and he offers alcohol. Imagine two drunk girls. One of them bleeding. Not speaking any Spanish, bro. Yeah, like freaking out, coming into your store. Yeah. So he gave us alcohol. I got the cotton things, like the swabs or Did whatever. Did we even pay for the cotton swabs? No, I don't remember. Oh my God, he let us get that shit for free. <laughs> Did we pay for the alcohol? I think he charged for the alcohol, but not anything else. Okay, yeah. So basically we went into the bathroom and Lauren started fucking putting alcohol on my on my um my wounds yeah and i was crying like a baby she was boohoo sobbing you guys because it was like the pain the pain of the okay the trauma of her falling the pain of it burning and you're drunk so you know you're emotional yeah so i'm over here screaming at her in the bathroom guys to stop crying i've never seen a fucking fitness coach yelling at people like (laughs) one more set she was literally like a fire lit in her <laughs> eyes when she looked at me, bro. Like, I was, like, literally, like, you know when you're crying so hard that your lips are quivering? That was me. No, guys, me. she had snot from her nostrils down to her lip just dripping, bro. <laughs> Fuck up. So, anyways, so I'm, like, crying, and she looks up at me. Because I literally, it was it burned so much that I pushed her off of me, and she fell back onto the floor of the bathroom. And she got pissed, and she, like, stood up, and she looked at me. With a fire in her eyes, and she's like, "Stop fucking crying right now!" And then I was like, "I'm trying," and she was like, "No, you're not, because you're still fucking crying." And then you're like, "I'm done," and I was like, "No, you have to put the alcohol on it," even though I was crying because I needed it to get done. Bro, she but would literally. not stop crying, bro. Like I understood, but I was just trying to get the job done, and you were just like that. That. That noise of you crying was, like, preventing me from getting the job done. So, I was like, fuck it. So, she still continued to cry. I still poured it on her. And this poor guy in this, like, fucking market keeps, like, (laughs) opening the door to check on us. And then he gave us a Gatorade. Yeah, he gave her a Gatorade to calm down. And so, I finally did the alcohol, whatever. I think I was mostly crying because I realized that my phone was broken. (laughs) I didn't even see that it was cracked. It was because before you took the pictures of my knees, you looked at my phone. Oh, and I was like, oh shit, it's cracked. But it still worked. Yeah, it just didn't work after it died. Yeah. Yeah. So then we leave the market and we're walking to this burger place. Mm -hmm. And she's still fucking crying. Yeah. Because you were like, walk slower. Because you were just like, couldn't walk. And then then you were like, why are you still crying? (laughs) And I was like, I'm not. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're still crying. And you're like, yes, you are. Yeah. And I was like, because I'm sad that it happened. And then, I don't know, she was just like. So we go sit down, order a burger. And keep in mind, everything's in Spanish. Yeah. So Lauren, I don't remember this part, but she told me that I literally pointed at the menu. And I was like, queso. <laughs> so they call it like queso burguesa. Yeah. Something like that basically cheeseburger and the guy comes up and she's just like she points at it she's like queso now <laughs> i did not say now you were just like asshole. you point at it, you're like queso and that was it and my eyes were closed <laughs> and you're crying still <laughs> you're like queso 
<laughs> and I'm just like, okay, whatever, bro. Because our plan wasn't even to sit down and eat like yeah, that. Yeah, we were just going to get, like, gas station snacks. And then whatever we eat. And at this point, our friends at the Airbnb thought we got kidnapped. Yeah, because... Because her, her phone, yeah. she couldn't unlock it to read and the text. And I saw, I saw that Nate texted me, but I couldn't unlock it. Yeah, and I didn't have my phone. So, basically, we walk back up the street and Nate comes out and apparently he was had a knife with him because he thought we got fucking kidnapped <laughs> and he basically brought her back up to the airbnb yeah we were like i fell and he's like oh my god what did we do after that though what happened that night meanwhile you guys it's only like seven o'clock at night <laughs> like all of this went down like early, early afternoon so we knocked out but it was dark outside yeah we knocked out at like nine o'clock yeah my head was killing me i think we went upstairs i fell asleep on the couch and then i went downstairs and fell asleep again yeah i don't know where the fuck you were i went i was upstairs then went downstairs before me yeah Yeah. i couldn't deal with you anymore (laughs) it was just a mess and gabby like when we got back she was already knocked out because he had to put her to sleep because she kept crying i remember walking in on low watching frozen (laughs) 2 she was singing to the songs upstairs yeah and so i couldn't even walk up the stairs there was just so much trauma that day guys that it was just like way too much but it was fun but it was really fun because now i have to live with the repercussions (laughs) it happens but the next day we went to manual park that rum was lace y'all i don't give a fuck that had some different shit in it like it had some dolphin sweat or something. Literally. Or just the movement of the boat. Like, yeah, made it way worse. Because in Jamaica, I got like that too, and it was the same type of tour. You'd be getting fucked up. Yeah, it really is the boat, probably. Yeah. Because that drunkenness lasted for hours. For hours. It didn't even, dis- the, I didn't even get sober. Like, when I fell, I wasn't an ounce bit more sober than I was <laughs> on the fucking boat, bro. <laughs> I just remember when I was hold on something funny though was like when I was running because I was scared I was laughing. <laughs> I was I laughing. I, was I know you were laughing because we first of all we walked out it was pitch black and we, we were, were already like, laughing. We were already so laughing. Like, we stuck out. <laughs> and then when we heard the noise we were both like we let go of each other's hands and we we're like oh shit. And then I started we started running but when I was running I know I was laughing I until I hit the ground. Bro, I was still I don't remember when I like I think I stopped laughing once I saw you on the ground and you were like I was like a lost puppy. I didn't know. Yeah, you were just I was like, oh fuck. Like I was praying that nothing bad happened. I'm like, glad I didn't break a bone. Yeah, for sure. But I in for some reason in my head I was like, oh she's fine. Like she didn't get scraped at all. Like I, I was just like and nothing bad happened after that. It's crazy when you get hurt because you don't feel anything at first. Yeah. And then listen to this, guy. So the next day, the Airbnb host, he was like, oh, what happened to the two girls? Because my neighbor said that he said hi to them and they started <laughs> running away. When that was not what fucking happened. He did not happened. say hi or hola, bitch. No, it was like this fucking cat bro yeah i swear to god i swear to god it was so close to my ears like i thought i was about to get pounced on <laughs> dude like, i really thought someone was imitating an animal and then they were gonna rob us I like i swear to god it was crazy that was some crazy shit but i don't care what no one says he did not say hi yeah he didn't because there's no way that two drunk he people made some kind of noise yeah there's no way that two drunk people both heard the same, same exact thing. thing and took off at the same exact time yeah. we're not that fucking dumb 
It's just not fair that I felt you did it. I know. It's because you were ahead of me, I swear. Now you probably have traumas about going down hills. No, I'm fine. You'll be okay. I'll be fine. And then, what did we do Sunday? Sunday was Gabby's birthday. We went to this park. That was really cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Mars didn't have her phone, guys, because it was broken. So she was super in the moment. Yeah. And I okay. was loving it. I was loving it. You barely showed me that you were loving it. Bro, I was letting you enjoy your moments, being um, in the moment. I was still using other people's phones. Yeah, you were. <laughs> but <laughs> you like, could. Oh, let me use your phone. I got to take a picture or something. Yeah, but like as far as like social media and stuff. Yeah, I know. But that's what I kind of like. Like, I know you can get like international and stuff on your phone, but. Me being out and doing activities and not having service, I kind of liked it. Well, I just do it. I just post the stories anyways, and then when I get back to Wi-Fi, I reload them, and then they post. So, technically, even if you don't have Wi-Fi, I'm still on my phone. Exactly. So, I was forced not to be. Yeah. But whatever. So, what was your favorite part about the trip? Um, Ziplining and the boat. It was two different things. I would say the boat, because I've been ziplining before, but the ziplining was really different. But the boat was some crazy shit that I'll never forget. Yeah, that was fun. Remember those Brazilian girls? Yeah. And Australians. Yeah. But guys, like, literally after I got hurt, like, the next day in the morning, I had to learn you should put the alcohol on me because Lauren didn't want to do it anymore. (laughs) And I was like, I don't know if you heard us, Lauren, but it was, like, me, Gabby, Nate, and Lo on the balcony upstairs. And Lo was, like, putting it on me, and I was screaming to, like, the top of my lungs. I didn't hear you. It literally sounded like fucking bloody murder, I swear. I was like, (gasps) ah! I was, like, holding her arm, and then Nate held down my other arm so that I wouldn't push Lauren Nisha. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's like, do you need me to hold him? I'm like, no, no. And, you know, like, when somebody's about to put alcohol on you, and you're like, wait, don't. Yeah. Because you know it hurts. That's what I was going through. Then, basically, guys, I wrapped my wounds. We went on the tour. Uh, I was limping the whole time. Oh, okay. So, we went to the beach. On the tour, we saw... Sloths in the trees. We birds, saw birds, um, frogs, monkeys, lizards. Basically, it was like a whole nature tour. It was awesome. Yeah, no zoos exist in Costa Rica, so zoos are illegal there. So everything we saw was like living in the natural habitat. Um, but basically, at the end of the tour, we went to the beach, and Lauren, me and Lauren both really love the beach. So Lauren went to the beach by herself. She- <laughs> so at the beginning of it, um, I was just standing there, like staring at the water. <laughs> Because I didn't want to get in because I had my band-aids on or my, my gauze on and I didn't want to, the ocean wanted to burn. So Lauren's in the water by herself. And then like, I'm like staring at the ocean and like one minute I see Lauren and one minute like I don't see her anymore. And then I'm like, at first I'm like, oh, maybe she like took a dip. Because you know, like people like to get their whole hair wet yeah. everything. So that's what I thought when I didn't see you. But then when I saw everyone else come up and I didn't see you, I was like, what? what (laughs) bro literally there was like this huge ass wave that i was just standing in the wrong wrong area it was when the wave was just about to break so basically when the wave broke it broke me with that motherfucker because i went right where it like turns like Mm -hmm. makes that curve i was under that so it slammed the fuck out of me and i just went like rolling like a washer (laughs) and i had flashbacks because it happened to me really bad when i was a kid and i wouldn't go in the water for like years after that because i like sucked in a bunch of salt water and i just wanted to kill myself but i remember like 
I finally got it together. There was sand all over me. I had water all in my nose, but I got up and I remember looking at Mars on the shore <laughs> and she's just standing there with her mouth open. Like she was, I was like, like, like yeah, she just, I couldn't talk to her because she was too far away, but I literally just see her with her glasses on, like standing straight up just with her mouth like wide open in this O position. Like, I wish you guys could see how it looked. Yeah, guys, I have a really small mouth, so, like, when, I, like when I do, like, have a, like, a shock face, like, my mouth is literally, like, an O. Yeah, so I was, like, I couldn't breathe. When you started laughing. I started laughing contact. because I knew the fucking everyone around me saw that shit happen, right? Like, because I didn't expect it. Yeah. I was over there, like, oh, yeah, it's gonna, like, hit me, and I'm gonna be fine, but that motherfucker took me out. So it dragged her ass down. Yeah, it really did. And I had sand everywhere. But the ocean was beautiful. Girl, and then I saw her enjoying it. And I was like, I want to get in. (laughs) So, like, I got in a little bit. And, like, the water got on my knees. And, like, I was, like, handling the pain a little bit. And then I was like, this is fine. The ocean water is going to be good for my scabs or for my, like, wounds. But keep in mind, they weren't scabs yet. They were still open wounds. Yeah, they were really fresh. And then, like, I sat down on the sand because, like, I was like, fuck it. I can't get all the way in because it burns. And the sun was beaming hot. So keep, like, think about, like, your scabs, your wounds are burning from the ocean and then burning from the fucking sun. Yeah. So then Nate and Gabby come and they see me on the floor and they're like, are you okay? Because it didn't look good. And then he helped me get up. And then Lauren got out the water because we were all, like, basically ready to leave because nobody really, like, wore their bathing suits except for us two. Mm -hmm. And then, I don't know, like, we got back to, like, where all our clothes were and I just saw white. Because I felt both knees and my elbow and my nails, like, sizzling all at the same time. And then, like, everything went white. And, like, they are like, let's go or whatever. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't see. Like, I'm scared. And then Gabby was like, it's from the pain. And I was like, fuck. So I literally went next to a tree and I stood next to the tree. And I kept closing and opening my eyes. But all I kept seeing was white. So finally, like, when I didn't see as much white, I, like, went up to this guy and I asked him for ice. And he said ice in Spanish. And he just kept saying it over and over. And I was like... I don't know. I just kept saying yes. I was like, oh, fucking give me some ice. I just kept pointing at his cooler. I just kept point, pointing at his cooler. I'm like, ice, ice, please. Do you have ice? And he gave me ice. And then that was it. Then we had to walk 25 minutes literally to leave the park. And after we left the park, that's when we found out Kobe Bryant died. Yeah. And that was really fucking sad. Yeah. I want to talk about this for a sec because, like, I feel like even... For some reason, even though he's, like, a legend and a super, like, genuine person, it seemed like. Obviously, I didn't know him personally. But it's crazy to me that people, like, me and you that don't know him at all. I never followed him on his basketball career. Like, the whole world was, like, shaken up by this. Like, people that didn't even support him, like, felt sad about that. And to me, that's, like, so Crazy. crazy because, like, the human race, we all felt this, like deep emotion Emotion. about someone dying and it's just like the same thing when die every day the same thing when nipsey died it's Mm -hmm. like this weird thing that's been happening recently to me at least like because when other celebrities would die i even though i didn't know them i didn't even feel sad for them but i don't know what it is like this past like year i don't know like if the generations are just more like connected emotionally Mm -hmm. but like you feel like the loss. Uh, the loss, like, so much more. And I don't know if it was because of the way he died, maybe because, like, tragically, daughter. and his daughter. 
But it's like they're literally here one day and then gone the fucking next. Which is what's crazy is because like the day that we found out that he died, I think he had already died. And we were on the boat, on the boat in my Instagram story, I was literally saying like, we're so lucky to be here because some people didn't even make it today. today. Some people can't even see the sunset. So like I find it kind of creepy because I'm literally talking about how like some people don't even like live to see today. And then like. A couple hours later, we get off the boat, we get some ice cream, and we find out he died. And it's just a really, like, scary... It was just, like, his death was, like, on... It didn't settle with me. Like, the same thing with Nipsey. Like, when he died, it was just, like, this... Because it doesn't feel real, because you just, like... Yeah. It was just, like, they were here, like, a couple hours ago. Yeah. Because, like, you know, like, you said that he that he was with LeBron, like, 19 hours ago. Yeah. So, it's, like... You can literally be here one second and be gone the next, so... And I think the way he died, too, like, we were talking about it, like, I saw this thing on Twitter where it's, like, that was, like, so sad. It's, like, you know that when he knew that that plane, that crash was, like, about to happen, like, you fucking know, like, how hard he was squeezing his daughter and, like, how much he was praying... Like, because you know when it was about to go yeah. down. Like, they, I, I know I they all had a moment in that, that crash. Where they knew it was over. They knew that they were, like, not going to make it out. That's really scary. And that's, like, really, like, an uneasy feeling. Because, like, you never think that's going to happen. Yeah. That's what I was telling. That's what I was saying is, like, they have so much money. Like, I'm sure that the helicopter they paid for was super expensive. The pilot has to be super experienced. So, what I was saying is, like... When it's your time to go, like, nobody wants to hear this, but it's, like, when it's your time to go, it really is your time to go. Like, your time to go is written. You never know, like, when is your time to go. It could be tomorrow. Like, you never know. And I think it was, like, super... And it doesn't matter where you are. Like, it's gonna happen. And I think, even though it's super sad that his daughter died with him, I can kind of see, like, that it makes sense that way, you know? Because, like, his daughter was, like, his best friend that, like, did basketball like, was the one that was, like, most like him. So it's almost like God, the universe, whatever you believe in was, like, if I'm going to take one away, like, I need to take them together. Does that make because sense? Because they were best friends. Yeah, they were, like, best friends. They did everything together. Like, it was just, like, their time to go, but they did it together. Yeah. You know? Like, that's crazy. Like, that's mm-hmm. really... I can't imagine what his wife and his other kids feel like. Mm-hmm. But it was just really... I think his death it just shows that like humans we all feel the same things like that it just sucks that it takes like a person dying for people to connect on a level like this to me that kind of just made me realize that no one is special like no one can escape death like everyone has a time to go which is scary because you don't want to think about yourself or even people you love like leaving this earth but it just makes you think like at least that person left an impact because yeah we were talking about how like okay, after a couple months of Nipsey dying, the feeling wasn't the same. Like, everyone still remembers him, mm-hmm. but it's not, like, this big deal anymore. And it's going to be the same thing with him. But at least, like, they had their place in history. And I think, like, it's kind of scary that he died, but there's probably millions of families that had a family member die too that day that nobody acknowledged because Kobe died. And, like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, like, somebody's brother could have died, but they're not, they're, like, mourning their that's brother why it's so and the whole world for you to leave an impact exactly so it's like that's what i was saying like you don't know like another day isn't promised so every single day you have to have some kind of like passion or belief or vision inside of you because when you die you don't want to be like oh man like the most expensive like anything like is in the grave because there's so mm-hmm. many ideas that people didn't act upon when they were alive so it's like 
I think my takeaway from like that is whatever you want to do, do it now. There's no perfect time for it. Like you have to just do it now mm-hmm. because like tomorrow's not promised. So like you don't want to fucking die and you're not living your potential. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was just super like crazy to me how the world is like every time someone like famous or like that is a legend or whatever, we all feel like this emotion, like this unspoken like sadness about it when someone dies but it's like no one can people don't celebrate together like that you know what i'm saying like when something bad happens we all mourn together which just shows we're all capable of like connecting but when we need to connect and like celebrate it's like everyone wants to be so separated you know yeah like i posted this thing where i don't know if i don't know if you saw it yeah but it's just crazy that it takes like someone dying like this like a tragic ass death and he fucking he took the reason why he started taking helicopters was so that he could get to his kids faster mm-hmm. because he would leave practice and want to go pick them up from school but the traffic would be so heavy that he would miss picking them up from school so he started using a helicopter to get to places faster Mm-hmm. So he literally used the helicopter be to be a better dad, and that's the shit that fucking killed him. That's crazy. That's really like like the universe like has its ways, and when it's your time and to go, it's I your don't time even know, to go. Like, if his what the hell his wife and his kids are going through right now? Like I can't imagine like, that. Imagine like okay, first of all, his wife is gonna obviously be devastated because she lost her husband and her daughter, and then but like even the other daughters, they're like yeah. devastated they lost her dad and their sister, and they just had a newborn yeah. that never even got to meet. He met their dad, obviously, but, like, he never, not going to remember the dad at all. It's a girl. It's a girl, and it's a newborn. Yeah. It's just really, really sad. So, R.I.P. Kobe and his daughter and everyone else who passed on the helicopter ride. Yeah, there was other families on it, too. Yeah. So, that was a recap of our trip. 10 out of 10. I had fun. Yeah. Costa Rica will be back. For a third time. For, for me. For a third time for Now we Mars. have a friend. Yeah. So Carlos will be at his place. <laughs> and definitely, if you guys have not gone to Costa Rica, I would definitely recommend it. The people are super nice. Pura vida. Pura vida. Um, That's like basically what everyone says. It means pure life. So everyone there is really about positive vibrations, <coughs> positive vibes, all of that. That's and, why I love it there. And, you know... I'm claiming I'm Spanish now because my Spanish has increased. I'm A1. I can't. I know about 25 words instead of two. My three years of Spanish in high school didn't teach me shit compared to this trip. Mm -hmm. But, guys, we just want to, like, end the episode with basically making a point to take vacations and take time for yourself to recharge Hang out with the people that matter most to you and do vacations like this. Like this, you know, us being on vacation, um, seeing a death of a legend, like it really just brings home the point of like you never know that when tomorrow, like tomorrow is not promised ever. So do things that make you happy. Like we left, you know, Palm Beach or Miami going on this trip, not wanting to really go, but we came back with like a whole new perspective on our businesses, our mentality. 
So really take the time to do things that you like to do with people that you like because in the end, you're never going to regret it. Like you're never going to regret doing new things and taking time to recharge. Yep. That's it? You summed it all up, girl. Okay. All right, guys. Alrighty, guys. So take vacations, have fun, get drunk with your friends on boats. And yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, (laughs) share, share. I don't know. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram. Repost. Show love. Leave a review. I don't know what's going on right now. She's like looking at me, telling me to say something I don't know. Bro, because I feel like I talked a lot and my voice fucking hurts. Well, the episode's over now. Alrighty, guys. So we'll see you next week. Happy Thursday. Have a good weekend. Get to the bag. Yep. Have fun. The grind never stops. Yes, baby. All right. See you guys later. Love you, hot girls.